0: Savior we pray amen
1: good morning everyone happy Easter this morning's reading will be from Mark chapter 16 verses 1 through 8 and I'll be reading from the NIV when the Sabbath was over Mary Magdalene Mary the mother of James and Salome bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body because they were afraid. Here ends the reading.
2: Thank you, Chuck. Happy Easter to you as well. I aspire to be a morning person. I used to be a morning person, but now most mornings I struggle out of bed after the kids have poked me awake, nagging me to pour their cereal for them like it's their morning cup of coffee. But on those few mornings when I wake up before the kids, and even before the sun rises, it is glorious to sit in the stillness of dawn As the world begins to wake and the sun begins to creep over the horizon, the light breaking through the shadows of the night. And the pinks and the oranges mix with the blue sky and the air is fresh with newness and possibilities. It is at dawn that the women go to care For their beloved friend's body. But instead, they are the first witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. Jesus himself is even likened to the dawn in the very beginning of the Gospel of Luke. It says, by the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Now, with Easter, at last the dawn has come. And yet we know that dawn isn't the whole day. Easter is only the beginning, beckoning us to enter into the light of God's resurrection, shining its light into every shadowy place of our life and our hearts. Easter isn't a victory lap, but a kickoff, if I'm going to mix my sports metaphors. It is the dawn of the new day. Dawn because its rays of light break through the shadows. But for a time being, the shadows will remain. Easter comes not as a solution to creation's problems, but rather as this profound assurance that, that new and everlasting era, it has begun. That in the end, love and justice, shalom and joy, They will have the final word. The sun will rise, even if we are not yet able to see it. In today's Easter story, we encounter these three women who had just experienced the most terrifying night of their life one of their close friends sold out Jesus to the authorities and Jesus was arrested and tortured and crucified. Their friend, their mentor, their beloved was arrested and tortured and killed. And I can only imagine the exhaustion and the fear and the trepidation that they were feeling in those moments. And then now... At the dawn, right after the Sabbath, they go to care for their beloved friend's body. But instead of seeing their beloved friend laying there in the tomb, as they enter, they immediately see that Jesus' body is gone. And there's a young man or an angel that is sitting there instead. And that angel says to them, don't be frightened. I know you're looking for Jesus. But he is risen. He's not here. See? Go tell the rest of his disciples and Peter that that Jesus will meet them in Galilee just like he said he would. Everything that Jesus has said, it's coming true. But with this joyful news, the women don't know how to respond. They're exhausted. They're overwhelmed with grief and they're presented with this this new reality and they can't comprehend the news. And so trembling and terrified, they run away, unable to share the news with anyone. And yet resurrection still came on that Easter morning, even if they were not yet able to receive it. Even if all they could see were the shadows of what they once knew. Often we focus so much on the shadows in our lives that we miss the light that is breaking through right in front of us. Surely there are shadows everywhere today. The shadow of the pandemic that is ever so slowly loosening its grip on our daily lives. The shadow of racism that has covered this world for centuries. And the shadow of self-centered tribalism that is dividing our country. But Easter, Easter brings light. It brings the dawn of a new day to pierce through the darkness when we've been through a year where death seems to have had the upper hand, Easter reminds us that God will ultimately is and will be victorious over death. And when we feel isolated and lonely, Easter reminds us that we are part of the body of Christ, that we are united even when we are unable to physically gather together. And when we anguish over this world that so often seems to be filled with hate and violence and scapegoating, we are reminded that in Christ's passion, God has taken the place of, of the scapegoat, in order to expose the violence of humanity. And Easter, it reminds us that God one day will overcome all of the violence in the world. That God's peace will reign. And for those whose hearts hurt for this world... Easter reminds us that God is making all things new, offering us an unconditional love and an unfathomable hope and is simply waiting for us to open our eyes, to open our hearts and our hands to receive it again and again and again. The sun rises. Again and again, resurrection happens in front of our eyes. Again and again, God will keep coming into our lives, waiting patiently, thinking maybe this is the time she will lift her eyes and see me in front of her. Maybe this is the time when when he will receive my love into his heart. Like those women, we so often run away in fear, not understanding what's in front of us, not understanding what's going on and how this can be true. For them, for those women, they couldn't understand what their eyes were telling them and what their ears were telling them, what the angel said. And for us, it's our minds and our hearts that struggle to understand this unconditional love of God? What do you mean that I don't have to do anything for it? What do you mean that God loves me just the way I am? That I'm good enough just the way I am? This is a trick, isn't it? Because it seems too good to be true. But the sun has risen. Dawn has arrived. It is here. The light has come, and the darkness cannot overcome it. Amen and amen.
0: Friends, had we been there, that First Easter morning, it's likely that many of us would have been with the disciples, hiding out in fear behind locked doors, alone with our thoughts in the upper room. I wish I could say that I would have been one of the women, that I would have been brave and determined. I, w- I wish I could say that I would have held on to my faith but the truth is we'll never know. What I do know is that Jesus came back. That Jesus came back for all of us. Not for the few who had maintained their faith or for the ones who had stayed with him until the end. He came back for the broken and afraid, for the cowardly and for the greedy for the women in the garden, and for the disciples hiding in the upper room. He came back for those who had betrayed him and those who worshipped him. He came back for you and for me. So I invite you to join me in the prayer of confession, knowing that no matter what, where or we are on the spectrum of our faith, that Jesus lived, loved, and returned for all of us. So let us pray. Beloved friend, before God and before each other, we confess that we have seen the sun rise and withheld our praise. We have seen our neighbors suffer and have withheld our aid. We have seen love extended and chosen to walk away. We have seen divisions deepen and manage to remain unfazed. I hear you. I see you. You are forgiven. God's love is like the sun, that no matter how lost we are in the night, Day after day, again and again, the light will find you. Rest easy. You are held in God's warmth. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Amen.
2: God's love is like the sun. No matter how lost we are in the night, day after day, the light will find us. Now I invite you to gather your communion elements and remember that your communion elements can be anything that is available. Knowing that and remembering That God uses all of us, wherever we are in our faith, to, to share God's love, to share the hope, and to receive forgiveness. That no matter where we are in the world, no matter where we are in our journey of life and in our journey of faith, we are forgiven. We are beloved. And... We can't do anything to change that. All we can do is receive. Lovingly and just openly receiving that love. On the night in which Christ gave himself up for us, he took the bread from his table. And he gave thanks to God. And then he broke the bread And he told his disciples, take, eat this, do this in remembrance of me. And then he took the cup from the table. And again, he gave thanks to God. And then he told his disciples, this is the blood of my new covenant, given for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Drink from this. Every single time you drink from this, remember this covenant. Know how much I love you and that I will be with you. I am with you. Beloved Lord, pour out your Holy Spirit on us where we are gathered. And on these gifts of bread and juice, crackers and wine. God, may they be for us the body and the blood of Christ so that me, we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. God, we are so thankful that you take ordinary things and make them extraordinary. And that we just can't quite put our minds and our hearts around your love and just how magnificent you are. It doesn't make any sense, but God, that does not mean it's not true. God, be with us this day. Fill us with your light. Fill us with your spirit so that we might be your light in the world. Amen. Corey, would you like to come up and have communion?
3: (laughs) So excited. The
2: body of Christ broken for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. body of Christ broken for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. Glory to God. Amen. Let us pray. Thank you, God, for the warmth of your light, for the love within our hearts, for your spirit that nourishes us and gives us exactly what we need before we even know that we need it. God, we pray again that your spirit might dwell within us so that we might be your love, your unfathomable hope in this world, so that this world might know of your light and might not live in the shadows, but live in the light that you give us. What a glorious and wonderful and warm light it is. Amen. Now during this next hymn, I invite you to... Share any joys or concerns that you might have in the comments on Facebook, or if you don't feel comfortable doing that, knowing they're on the internet, or if you're joining us from somewhere else, please um, feel invited to share any joys or concerns with on our website. We have a prayer concerns or prayer request button on the top right hand corner of the screen, and that's a way that you can share with us, and we can be praying with one another, and for one another, even though we are physically distant, knowing that God unites us in prayer. So let us remember that it is because he lives. have Facebook pulled up on my phone so I can see those who are sharing prayers in the comments there. And Tracy asks, says, thank you, Lord, for blessing us with family and time together. Stephanie says prayers for Deborah and the birth of her son, Oliver, as they start this new life together. Greg asks for prayers for all God's children and animals, prayers for the church the Capitol Police and their families Sharon says thankful for all the prayers for Mike he is doing well Sharon says please give us patience goodness and love in all caps dear God and Stephanie says prayer of thanks to all at Brexel UMC for the wonderful things you do thank you Stephanie Sarah says, please pray for all the doctors at my work that are pregnant. Yes. Gail says, prayers for Carol M., who is having a heart catheterization on Tuesday. Kathy says, prayers of joy for her father's successful heart valve replacement surgery this past week. Jen says, prayers for each of us to spread joy, compassion, love, and to feed his sheep. Greg asked for prayers of recovery for Gretchen from her surgery this past week. And Dana asked for prayers for us to take the joy of Easter morning with us in our hearts and live as Easter people each and every day. Yes. And Jen asked for prayers for healing and shalom for Annie, Christine, Suzanne, Heather, and all in need. And Sarah asked for prayers, I think this might be Addie, Ask for prayers for all animals that live on earth, pets, wild and all. We know that God hears our prayers and God responds and that we can be united in this beautiful way of praying with one another. Let us pray. Holy Lord, we know the fear of the upper room. We know the grief of the tomb and the particular ache of saying goodbye to loved ones. We know the pain of Good Friday and we know the darkness before the dawn. And still, and still we believe. We believe that again and again, the sun will rise. Again and again, you will draw near to us. The tomb will be empty. Love will win. God, we know the journey will not be perfect. That we will need to rise before dawn. We will need angels leading us along the way. But again and again, the sun will rise. God, we pray that your light might shine in the lives of those for whom we have lifted in voice. And God, also on the many people and the situations that still rest on our hearts. God, I am grateful for the orchestra, for the soloist and the chorus, for Don and his amazing camera skills and for Melanie and for all of the people here that have put this worship service together, knowing that and praying that it might glorify you. And God, I am so grateful for the names that I see coming across on Facebook and that I know are out there on the website and on YouTube. God, it just fills my heart with joy to see their names, to remember their faces, and to know that soon and very soon, we will be together again. God, we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. As we pray the prayer that he taught his disciples, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As you leave this time together and go into your week, may you do as Dana prayed, that you might take the love and the light of Easter into your daily life. May your mouth speak of God's goodness. May your arms hold those in need. May your feet walk towards justice, and may your heart trust in its own worth. May your soul dance in God's grace, and may this be your rhythm again and again and again until God's promised day. In the name of the lover, the beloved, and love itself, go with courage Go with heart and go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a wonderful, beautiful day and a beautiful week. And we will see you here next Sunday.